0: Into the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV. Over twenty million weekly downloads in over one hundred and fifty countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs>
1: Hello, After Buzzers, My name is Stephanie Georgie, and you are watching Spotlight On with actor, singer, model Richie Nuz. Thank you for coming, Richie Nuz. I'm happy you're here with us.
2: Thank you, thank you. I'm very we happy to, to be here.
1: Awesome. We were going to start with one of your songs. I was just talking to him and telling him that I love Immaculate. Um, but before we get into that, why don't we start from the beginning? Interesting. And as far as how did you become an artist or like what was the thing that you were the deciding factor when you were going to get into it?
2: Well, you know, growing up in uh, Long Island, New York, I was really emerged in the whole classical jazz scene, and, you know, coming from an Italian family, like, I had to learn the basics of music, so, you know, I toured playing trombone, uh, any symphony, any symphonic band, any philharmonic that I can get into, I I was all about it, so I kind of grew up with that background, and, you know, kind of emerged into the pop scene, always was singing, and then you know, just from moving around, from being in New York and being in L.A. and s- finding out my style, mm-hmm. kind of, it takes it takes time, but, you know, I really feel like I got my sound down right now, and, uh, you know, I'm moving on, moving forward.
1: So. Right. Because I know that this is your, that's your actual passion, but you started, would you say you got your foot into the door in different areas first, or did it start with music?
2: I definitely uh, got my foot in, in first, I think, through uh, the modeling. Okay. So... You know, fortunately for that, you know, I worked with some awesome people, did some awesome jobs, and, you know, it, it brought into my uh, my networks and really pushed me into the music field, which was kind of an easier transition, which, was, which was awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy to work with the people that I have in the past with uh, my modeling, so it works out.
1: Awesome. Yeah. When was the moment when you thought that okay, now I'm a part of this industry. I'm working for it and where you actually felt that you were in the same level as maybe some people you were looking up to?
2: You know what? Uh I got to tell you it's like right now. Right you know? now. <laughs> <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs> I know.
2: But yeah, it's you know, it's just looking at my like my EP for instance, seeing my mm-hmm. hard copy, you know, seeing seeing actual results of um just the want and desire to create my vision so you know it all starts with a dream it all started with you know just a thought but seeing it and actually holding it and seeing my fans you know talking with them on a regular basis and and seeing the feedback from everybody it's it's really um a slap in the face right in front of me telling me that this is what i'm going to be doing for the rest of my life
1: nice um, I know that you also had like features in both Katy Perry and Britney Spears' music videos. Was that inspiring for you? Were you like thinking, "I can't wait till this video is about me instead oh, of me man. just, you know, being that pretty boy in the background"?
2: Steph, this it was it was, <laughs> it, was a, it was a tease. It was what's it was it was a foresight what's to come. You know what I should be doing. What I feel I I do deserve. You know, it was being on set sets like that. You know, the productions are so big. You're working with such uh, high looked upon people and. You know working with Katie was just, it was awesome. Britney Spears, two of the top pop artists in the in the whole world, you mm-hmm. know? So I, f- I immediately felt like, you know, this is, I want, I got to be part of this and I got to show people what I'm made of and, and give, and give my creation back to the world and, and, and show them that this is it.
1: So. Absolutely. Were you able to talk to any of them? Like, did they give you the space to, to have a conversation, to possibly ask a question?
2: Well, you know, Britney Spears, uh, with that production, it was, uh, it was more kind of, it was two, it was two different fields. You know, mm-hmm. like Katy Perry and Last Friday Night was, it was like a house party. You know, right. it was every, it was a free-for-all. Everyone was having a chill time. And with Katy, I got to talk to her more on set. And I was also more involved. Interactive. Interactive. Yeah, absolutely. with the sets. And I mean, we were basically all day together. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Britney scene, it was more seductive. It was right. more of like, you know, a house, uh, Mansion with, with all the, the party with all the going sexy on, vibe. Exactly. Yeah, so it was more of like, you know, the, the stern jaw, you know, with the eye glance, you know, rather than, uh, rather than sit down conversations. But, you know, uh, both, both, you know, performances, um, I was just happy to be part of, so.
1: Awesome. Um, before we go into depth with your music, which we will in just a second, uh, how do you feel about acting then also? Because is that something that you're interested in doing and you've done a little bit of?
2: I'm definitely still interested in, in acting in any form of the arts, to be honest with you. You know, growing up, I, uh, I kind of dabbled in a bunch of different things, and still to this day I do. You know, I, I obviously I would say my focus is more directed towards creating music and mm-hmm. focusing on my brand and my future projects, but you know i, I dipped and i you know I did a bunch of different things I was into editing I was into all this so kind of worked out the way it did and
1: that's good yeah. um i like to say that Los Angeles is a city that nurtures people's talent uh I know that you've lived in like New York or in Atlanta currently you're you lived in Los Angeles before right. would you say any one of the three cities did a little like helped more? Than the other,
2: Shoot, uh, you know, right now... Do you feel
1: more inspired in one or the other?
2: I definitely would say Atlanta is uh, maybe my most inspiration right now. Just because I, I grew up in New York, I know, I have that feeling. And I like to, don't get me wrong, I still travel a lot. Especially coming back to L.A., I haven't been back in eight months since I moved. So, you right. know, it's it's such a crazy vibe. But, you know, getting what I took from L.A. and, and the experiences from growing up in New York it's kind of allowed me to focus on what i want to do in atlanta mm-hmm. which is bringing everything that i can possible that i've experienced to create my inspiration
1: awesome so. where would you say what was like your music growing up um that you listen to the most that you would say is probably influenced in the music that you create now
2: well you know growing up i uh i did listen to a lot of the oldies you know a lot of jazz uh, i was a big fan of a one of the greatest trombonists out, Wycliffe Gordon, Um mm-hmm. I listened to, you know, Frank Sinatra and, and, you know, coming back, you know, to nowadays, I love, and lo- love artists like Michael Bublé or Robin Thicke. So, you know, they were all type, my inspirations, but, you know, even with the music that I make, I wouldn't classify it as a certain genre, you know, cause it's really just a blend of melodies, of harmonies from different genres. You know, I like to call it theatric pop. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, growing in New York, too, is a it was a big hip-hop scene, and, you know, L.A. is a whole other vibe, too. But music's a universal language, mm-hmm. so, I mean, if you can make something that's going to stick in your ear, you know, I don't think you need to even uh, be forced to say that I just do pop or right. I just do R&B. I'm a musician. I can play trombone, I'll sing, I'll scat for you, you know, I like to rap, you know, so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Your music right now, Immaculate, has how many songs on the EP? The EP
2: is four songs, and I have a bonus track. So what we're doing is uh, I actually have remixes done by a producer in L.A. on the West Coast uh, named Chromatics. So we have the EP, which is more of like a hip-hop, r&b pop feel it's kind of weird saying all three Mm -hmm. but it kind of is and um then we have the whole remixes being done so we're going to put that out as a whole new album like dubstep remix houses house remixes because you know i see a song like flying through the clouds or my crib you know i i see i hear it and i see the vision and it makes me feel one way but then Mm -hmm. when i have it being played back in a more of a house or upbeat tempo like a club, it makes me feel like a whole nother vibe. Right. But meanwhile, the words of the the lyrics, you know You
1: want that to stay, but uh, yeah. the feel can change Yeah,
2: and you know, actually um, my guitarist that I used to practice with in Los Angeles just moved with me in Atlanta so he just risked his whole life oh. and he's one of the most talented musicians ever It's <laughs> ah, that's a
1: big deal! Huge <laughs> deal. Big deal, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and His name is E.T. so yeah. we're actually doing a whole EP acoustically as well awesome so yeah
1: good is there any do you want to try something that you haven't tried yet
2: always i always want to learn anything specific you
1: know, that you might be actually working on right now but it's just not out or like laid out yet
2: oh okay you're trying to get a little uh a little something out of me <laughs> um <laughs> yes Go ahead, a, ton, a ton <laughs> um there's a i'm very excited for uh you know what's to come i have over 15 songs written, and I'm, I'm really stepping on my boundaries, you know. I really don't want to stick to just what I know or what I'm good at, you know. I even incorporate opera into my music, mm-hmm. so I'm really pushing my limits and I'm pushing my, my, uh, my bubble of creative, of creativity. You know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to do as much as I can and, you know, do things that haven't been done before. You know, I don't want to, uh, you know, follow the great steps. You know, I want to create new steps in this new generation for people to follow.
1: Absolutely. And because um, you were also mentioning it's Immaculate, the album, then Be Immaculate is this uh, brand, right. brand that you're doing. Talk, talk about yeah, that yeah. a little
2: bit. So Immaculate, yeah, you know, it's it stuck with me and I named EP Immaculate. And um, I created a brand called Be Immaculate, you know, and it was kind of a reflection of really what I was going through even making this transition to, from modeling or acting just to music, cause it was a huge transition for me. So, it was very much about, you know, pursuing my dreams and, and, and doing all you can to live the life that you want. So, you know, when people say have a good day, you know, have a great day, you know, be a great, you know, I, I wanna, I want people to think, you know, strive to be immaculate, you know, mm-hmm. try, try to, strive to be the 0.1% of the world, the best individual that you could possibly be. And, I think it's a really awesome message, and you know, I think it's uh, it's going to be really, really awesome. A lot of people already love the the, the, the movement
1: right. and what I stand it.
2: for, and yeah. the music that I have coming out correlates with everything, and um, it's it's going to be dope.
1: It's it's working out yeah. for the
2: best. I have the vision, I have the plan, and I see it coming together.
1: Awesome. Um who would you like to work with possibly? Like if you get the chance have you tried speaking to anyone, to have any features?
2: Always, you know, I'm always looking uh to collab mm-hmm. with other artists and uh you know, that's that's what makes music even better when you have like, you know, like a rapper from, you know, the West Coast or someone but when it comes to uh someone who I would love to work with, I would love to tour with Ryan Leslie, you know. Okay. Um
1: Oh, I didn't expect for you to say that. But
2: yeah, yeah. Um, I'm independently wrapped by him. He's a, he's almost a, a mentor of mine. Okay. So, I, I, uh, we know I wanna, I wanna do some legendary. I wanna make some, I wanna make history. So, right. I would love to hit the European market and uh, you know, Amsterdam, Germany, Paris. I'm actually going to London, uh, the second week of November. So I'm gonna be networking with some producers out there. And, you know, that's, I, I want, I want, I don't wanna just have music or work with an artist, you know, in the United States. I want my music to be universal. I want I want it to affect so many people that, you know, the one word that you could say is not just local, it's global, you know.
1: Right. Nice. So, yeah. Do you uh, imagine, since you're saying global, is there any different type of music, not in regards to genres like R&B and hip-hop, but, you know, did you ever think about putting a little bit of salsa twist or maybe Ooh. like a like a middle eastern twist or something like that
2: definitely so the remixes that we actually have coming out with chromatics is uh you know we're doing like one that's house one that's more like a middle eastern kind of like scott storch type Mm -hmm. vibe so i'm definitely you know i'm completely down with doing that and you know even for me personally i know where my fans are so Mm -hmm. i know you know if I have a show in Germany, I hit up my my uh, my fans in Germany to meet me. So I see where my fans are. I engage with all my fans around the world, and I know I have like a ton of fans in Brazil and Mexico so you know I'm even open up to some samba maybe even singing a song in <laughs> Spanish that's you know? what I was hoping for you know, okay yeah. so
1: there's a type of music that's called bachata are you familiar with oh, it
2: oh the, the three step one, there you two, go two.
1: <sighs> with your falsettos I think you'd kill it that's definitely something you, know, you, you should look No I gotta take
2: a pen and paper right
1: now <laughs> okay. I got it right here okay. we'll write no, it no, down we we in talk a second later. <laughs>
2: that's a oh that's idea. good
1: yeah. I think that you'd be good I heard you speaking a little bit of Spanish it's easier to sing in Spanish than
2: you know poquito um, there you go
1: Beyonce sings them. in Spanish and she does incredible you would never think it but she sounds just as amazing oh
2: man it's crazy that'd yeah, be good yeah do
1: you have any events planned for um, you said that you're going to go to Europe but that's of a, yeah. more of a personal thing so you're going to be networking right. do you have anything to do where it's engaging people yeah um, I know that there's a lot of cons going on like conventions for
2: yeah oh yeah. yeah, um, my god um, you know fortunately um, the first music festival that I did in Atlanta was the one music festival mm-hmm. and that was That was um what a couple weeks ago, September thirteenth. You opened uh, for who? I opened up. uh, I was the first act on stage, and I was the one uh, uh, at the festival. And I opened up for Red Man, Method Man. I mean, it was the Kendrick Lamar Nas concert. So it was his. uh, It was his. um, I think twentieth anniversary of Illmatic. So it was. How did that feel? You know, just jumping on a stage like that was was awesome. (laughs) Like, you know, I was backstage at Kendrick, and I'm like, I'm I'm eating the food. That he just was in this room.
1: I mean, he tight, but he ain't that tight. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, <laughs> you know, shoot,
2: it was, it was definitely, um, you know, it was definitely a, a feeling of this is what I'm going to have. Exactly, you know, right. so from that, uh, you know, I wound up booking actually uh, having the opportunity to be on stage at Johns Creek Arts Festival. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be on the twenty fifth, twenty sixth of this month. So that's back in Atlanta, Johns Creek. And you know, this is gonna be, uh, a new experience for me because, you know, obviously I love the big festivals, the live music, mm-hmm. the electric guitar, you know, jumping up and down, throwing water around the crowd, you know, I love right. that. But this festival is gonna be a whole other vibe because it's more of like the town, you know, so I wanna, I wanna have a set, my set is going to be the way, uh, we, 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 we kinda of want it to be more like a John Mayer type acoustic, more. Okay more singing to you you know right directly. is it catering
1: are you catering the region a little bit or definitely. okay
2: definitely so you know like well, i'm actually debuting a lot of songs right now that are going to be on my album mm-hmm. that are, are are being played in the acoustic version so when my fans actually hear it when it's out it's, they're going to be hearing new material mm-hmm. that's going to be played on the album as a whole new beat so um you know that's that's coming up and then uh, with the conventions we have, uh, Vampire Diaries and the originals that, uh, me and my, my guitarist and I are gonna be performing at on Halloween, so. I think it's going to be at the Marriott Marquis. Then taking a shuttle to, got this whole stage in the middle of the street. It's going to be like real spooky, real awesome. I'm definitely wearing all black, looking like a vampire. You know, (laughs) but I'm excited. Yeah, you know, I just want to hit the hit up the whole southeast. You know, and then nationwide, and then after that, on and on.
1: I was going to say, is there any opportunities for you to tour as far as with groups? I mean, not by yourself, but like where your record company would want to like group you with anyone to tour with.
2: Well, um, or maybe
1: even as an opening act. For anyone?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm you know I'm so um right now I'm at the you know I'm at the point in my career where that's actually like the next couple steps you know is uh is is looking to collab with other artists and right now I'm getting a lot of um, emails from you know from producers from other other I got one from New Zealand just hit me up so now is really the point that you know I'm I'm actually seeking that and looking to do stuff like that um so yeah you know I want to be everywhere so I wanna I want to definitely work in other countries and i want to you know try new new states and, and meet new people and actually speak with these people right. that were not my original fans that don't know who i am but now are starting to get to know me so it's a real big difference you know and with why are they following you are right. they following you because they saw you in Katy perry or are they following you because they saw all your songs exactly and, like, I and I like they were it. touched and you know exactly. they remember it and that's really what's most important to me I want to be known for my music.
1: That's good. Since it's so important, are you? Able, do you have the freedom to do that? Are you working with anyone that's kind of letting you, trying to drive you a certain way, or do you have freedom within your industry?
2: Talking freedom, you know.
1: Like, do, are, do I, you have any producers trying to tell you, "No, we're not trying to hear this type of music. Why yeah. don't you try this?"
2: I'm a no. I do this independently. Okay. I have my own team, so it's a kind of a new generation right now of music. Is that is kind of what I'm doing, and as I said, you know, I want to do stuff that no one has ever done before. So, you know, especially the thing with labels, I want to have my own creative freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be able to create my own brand, which I'm doing. You know, if I was with a label, I don't know how much um, freedom I would have with that. I want to create my own music. I want to, you know, what I think a trombone sounds dope on this part. Let's put that on the bass. Let's put the eight oh eight. You know, it's I want to have my own say, and the cool thing is the people that I work with they are so unique individuals and we all have such awesome positive energy Mm -hmm. is that it's not like someone tells me this way and i'm like you know what dude i don't like that it's like you know what let's work together to get the best sound that will affect people the most and you know if it sounds good i'm i'm open to work with it you know i mean so it's that's it's what's that's what's the best part really of working with my team and the producers and engineers that, that i do and It's, it's, uh, it's an amazing feeling because, especially, you know, my producer is A6, one of my producers, and, you know, A6, you know, he makes beats for Lloyd Banks, he's got placement with Joe Budden, Jim Jones, and this is a kid that I grew up in Long Island with. Right. You know, and, Having someone that I actually have a relationship with rather than some guy that I know worked with Wiz Khalifa that's, right. you know, trying to send me a beat. Where you
1: can, uh, the exactly. chemistry's there and you can right. communicate about exactly wanna, what you want I want to make
2: music. I want to keep it all positive. You know, it's really about how dope the collaboration is at mm-hmm. the end of the day. So I think that's most rewarding anyways when you right. can bring up the people and make something so, so beautiful.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that you're able to create your music with like being able to play instruments and stuff. What specific instruments do you play?
2: Yeah, I I mean, I uh, I grew up playing jazz tr- jazz and classical trombone. I, know. I
1: love that you did, cuz I, I feel it. like I don't hear that often, but
2: Yeah, it's definitely uh, Did you
1: play um instrument first before you started singing or how did
2: Yeah, I grew up uh, I grew up, you know, reading music. I grew up playing trombone, so I was uh, you know, I did the all county, I did the all state, and you know, I played uh, you know, County Hall, Lincoln Center as I said, you know, and
1: when did you sing when you were like, wait, I think
2: I can do this. <laughs> yeah, okay, you know, I actually have a <laughs> many Or did someone
1: p- hear you and they're like, What?
2: I haven't told many people <laughs> this. This is actually it's, it's funny. So it was my uh it was my uh my sister's communion.
1: Okay. And oh.
2: This was really, for the family? Yeah, yeah, a very long time ago. So she's dressed up in a uh like you know She's singing one of these Disney songs, uh, "Some uh Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Right. And uh, she's in a white dress. And at the end, she's like, why, oh, why can't? And I had it set up with her. I come in there with the tray. And everyone's, oh, <laughs> <laughs> belting it out. It was hilarious. It was like, you know, a 10-second note. It was dope. And everyone was laughing. And then, you know, after that, it kind of, you know, once you take lessons in music and trombone or whatever the case may be, you know, you can move on to anything. Like, you know, you could pick up any instrument, you know melodies, you know chords, you know how you know music. And then I just got into singing, got singing lessons, I started writing, putting So you know, but you
1: did like it was a little bit of the performance aspect definitely. of it first. So I being mean, able to be in front of the people and everything. Yeah. I mean, and then you're like, Well, I can sing so now I let me it take really, into something else. When I
2: say everything happens for a reason, like it couldn't have happened any better. Any
1: better? That's yeah, just awesome. with the
2: modeling and acting, learning how to be in front of the camera and then just knowing how to speak you know it's just you know all that just my music brought everything it just came together if i didn't perform in trombone and being in front of stage with a conductor going like this Mm -hmm. with his cape and no one moving at the end for three seconds until he puts his hands down you know you could hear a pin drop you know growing up with that that's what i live for you know hopefully one day could i could be the conductor of my own orchestra and Mm -hmm. behind me on stage so i'm going to do that and that's what i will be doing and it's 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 real awesome that that it happened the way it did because if if I didn't have one factor in my life that played the role that it did, I I don't know if I would be here right now talking to Miss Stephanie. You know, hey (laughs) Steffi G, he's with Steffi G right now, y'all.
1: Oh, that's what's up. Uh, Would you say what would be something through all of this that was the most like difficult? Not the most difficult, but would you like your weakness, if you will, or maybe even just something that?
2: Yeah, you know, um, you didn't
1: expect during all this because obviously it wasn't easy yeah i only like to relate sometimes because i know like i have i will talk to our viewers and everything else and just it's important for me to let everyone else know that just because we're you know someone's doing something it doesn't mean it was difficult to get there and that you know you regular just like everyone else
2: yeah i feel like you know i i think a lot of people don't really see all the work and or no, everything. All the, you know, obviously you don't, you can't read a book by its cover, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not going to tell you it was easy, you know. It re- I really had a lot of ups and downs, and I had to keep my faith. And
1: um, were you ever portrayed differently than what you would wanted to be portrayed? You know, I feel like that would be my issue right. if just people reading me the wrong way.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, people are always, you know, people people are full of emotions. People judge, you know, people, you know, they say what they want to say. But for the most part, it's been it's such an awesome journey because my fans are really showing me so much love and respect mm-hmm. that, you know, if originally they might be like, oh, that model kid. Right. Or, you know, it's, but it's, it's just really about how you portray your image. And now it's just, it's so beautiful that everyone is 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 looking at me the way that i see myself and you know if they don't now they do in a week they do in a month or they do eventually but you know i i'm always a firm believer of you know whatever you put out in the universe you know you want to call yourself a ballerina Mm -hmm. you say you do ballet you know next time i see you i'm gonna say oh jessica the ballerina right you know so and that's how i kind of amounted to the artist i am today so and the individual that i am today
1: that's good Awesome. Um, where can they find the EP right now? It's on iTunes, right? It's on iTunes, and then where else?
2: Yeah, um, or my my, uh, my EP just, is is um, is is on is global twenty twenty stores, Amazon, Spotify, you know, and iTunes. What I like to do personally is uh you know because I do everything independently as well. I like to keep you know in contact with my customers, is that and my fans, is that I like to uh, on my website richynuzz.com, dot com. Mm-hmm you know that's where i also have be immaculate you know the 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 brand being exposed and getting out there but i like to know where all my fans are so even like with my fan base you know i have um kind of like a fan club where i keep in touch with all my fans and i actually give out my personal number to to my fans like i have a number that i can keep in touch with everybody and actually know like what they're you know Thoughts are, how what, they feel. what they're feeling and i you know what i did that and I'm hearing stories from fans like it's, it, you know, make you cry. You know, it's the most inspirational
1: That's good that you're willing messages. to connect. Yeah. I mean, no offense to Californians, but <laughs> I feel like even when it comes to seeing something negative, um... I get, you already seem a little more tougher skin. <laughs> people get really sensitive out uh, here about yeah. a lot of things. Well,
2: you know what? As I mean, I I'm, said, I'm
1: assuming you're prepared for it and everything, but yeah.
2: you, know, you do you ever only... get
1: any constructive criticism?
2: Always, you know, always. But you
1: know. with your fans, like, what about the personal numbers and stuff like that? Well, I don't really feel this beat, man.
2: Yeah, no? I know. People are people, you know. They all have their, their own, um, you know, likings. They have their own preference. But, uh, you know, I want to make music that everyone likes, so... Especially if, as I was saying before, you know, if it's not an acoustic version, maybe they like this. But you know, you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna get your haters, you're gonna get your lovers. But I love them both, you know, and both of them drive me. So when it comes to uh, you know criticisms, you know, I, I need that. You know, mm-hmm. if I don't, if I get everyone that says, "Oh, that's real dope," that's real dope. How am I gonna, um, you know, how am I gonna get better? And how am I going to see things from another vision, another angle? So you know, even though I might see things one way, you know, that's how you grow. So Excellent. I need that.
1: To conclude that same thought as far as describing yourself, um, if there's anything that you would want your, our viewers, plus your viewers and fans and people to know, since you kind of have the opportunity to do that, what would it be about yourself and your music? Um, is there, I mean, besides being immaculate, because we know that you are, yeah, yeah. but.
2: <laughs> you know, I strive to be. <laughs> you you know.
1: Um, anything specific? Any?
2: You know, I just want to be a leader. Um, I want to be a leader in the game for independence. You know, I want to, you know...
1: Which you can't... Your album, you dropped it on July 4th, right? I did. No, as, I see in, you. As I representation you of your independence. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, you know, just, you know, a lot of people know about it right now, but I want soon everybody will know about it, more and more people. But, you know, I want to be an individual that stands for independence. I want, I want my fans to see me and not just think, be immaculate, but also, you know, be driven you know right. I want to be I want to be an idol like even with my fans when I give out my number you know they they look at me as like a big brother mm-hmm. you, know, I, you know I don't know these people personally I would love to you know meet everybody but I want them to uh, I want them to pursue their dreams you know I want them to pursue their passions and believe in themselves and you know that's my message I want I want people to look at me and see someone that really cares for giving back and, and changing lives and that's what I'm doing that's what I will be doing
1: Awesome, no doubt. That's fantastic. Um, okay, so then where you want can- to say
2: though. No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: well, then, besides for all your new fans, and where can they find you on social media?
2: Uh, RichieNuzz dot com. I'm over. On, I'm always on. Uh, you know, all the social medias, Facebook. You know, I got my fan page and Instagram. Uh, but you know what? As I, I was saying, I give out my number. Text me seven one
1: eight three zero five nineteen
2: thirty six. Are you single? Like, I'm single. Hey, ladies, I mean? <laughs> you heard that
1: here? He's single. Holla! <laughs> well, it's
2: funny, got a dating service right now. Richie Nuz you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know. So you know, fans want to get in touch with me. I want to get in touch with them. You know, if someone someone wants to know me, of course I want to know who they are. You're you know? okay with it? Definitely.
1: Okay. I want to. I
2: want to know all my fans, and I wanna. You know, I want them to know Richie Nuz as Richie Nuz
1: well hopefully everyone got to know a little bit more about Richie Nes today. Um and don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie G I O R G I as well as on Vine at Stephanie Georgie and on Instagram at Steffi G forty seven. If you want to hear more of his music, I'll be posting it on some of my uh like on Twitter and on Facebook. If you guys can find me on Facebook, that's gonna be a mission for y'all. Oh, but otherwise, yeah. thank you all so much. Richie, thank you so much thank for you, coming beautiful. and the best of luck with your music thank and everything else.
2: Much.